Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you, my friend? How are you, my friend? Welcome. This is the Breakfast with Champions podcast, one of the most unique, amazing, and powerful podcasts you'll ever come across in your entire life. Listen, we bring you motivation, education, and inspiration, and ultimately give you an opportunity to get a seat at the table, to hang out with some of those that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. What makes this podcast so unique and incredible is we have over a hundred different thought leaders that are constantly delivering amazing, over-the-top, powerful, and impactful content in bite-sized nuggets that you can absorb, take action on, and implement in your life. So with that said, make sure you filter through. There's going to be some of these thought leaders, these experts in their industries that you're ultimately gonna connect with. You're gonna totally, totally resonate. It's gonna totally be your vibe. And then there's gonna be other ones that you're gonna be like, eh, you know what? I like them, but I don't know if I love them. And that's what's great about Breakfast with Champions is we have something for everyone. So make sure you sift through, find the ones that you love, and know that they'll be coming back every single week to be able to deliver to you the motivation and education and inspiration that you need. With that said, my name is Glenn Lundy. I am your host. Super excited to connect with you. And let's kick off today's episode of Breakfast with Champions. I got to say, though, I am sitting in a storm as well. And what you just said, Storm, I want to share with everybody else. You know, I think everybody can use a little storm in their life. Make sure you tap his profile, connect with him for that segment. But what he spoke about in terms of the adversity, you see a storm coming, it's a good thing because it means you're going to be pushing through, right? The amount of times I've heard Glenn have challenges launching breakfast with champions that's my day today i got the bat signal to run this segment i was at the office wi-fi went down i came to a meeting area and now there's a huge storm so i hope my audio quality is good you are in the breakfast with champions the millionaire breakfast club did you know that we're actually not just on clubhouse though we have breakfast with champions podcast we have the page on instagram facebook twitter linkedin literally everywhere for your listening pleasure and you gotta admit that's a lot of effort to go on all those platforms so the least you could do is pick your favorite platform make sure you're following make sure you're sharing it out and leaving a review that is all it takes to give back to the people that are providing so much value carbon time out of their day to think of topics and implement but you know giving is the most selfish thing you can do so you know to everybody on stage thank you so much for giving giving all you can do. I know it's made you better. I know it's made the community better and I'm just excited to be a part of it. So also go to the breakfast with champions club on Instagram, click the link in the bio and you can follow them anywhere you want to get connected. Now for this segment, if you scroll down the list a little bit, there's a gentleman in a suit. His name's Kyle. He is Justin 2.0. I'm going to mod him up because Kyle is a very interesting character. Comes from a $14 billion recruiting company, sales background, and has only been in real estate for probably, I want to say, just over eight months and has closed over 50 transactions. He knows who he is. He is incredible at picking up the phone and calling people. And I was thinking about a topic when I was talking to Sarah this morning about mindset, marketing, and motivation. And I do think a lot of people get a lot of ideas on who they are, what type of business they want to do, what type of clients they want to approach. They know how to set up Facebook leads and all that jazz. Then the phone rings and they're terrified to answer it because they feel like they don't know what to say. 
So what I'm going to do with Kyle is I'm going to break out a lot of myths when it comes to cold calling. And to be quite frank, I'm probably not the best cold caller on the face of the earth. I'm just not that guy. I built my business on attraction marketing. Hence why I partnered up with a guy like Kyle and how he's really changed my perception when it comes to the conversation and how cold calling isn't really cold calling. We need to get rid of that word. It's an opportunity to make new connections and new friends. And I want to walk through some of the tactile strategies that he uses to really get to the crux of the conversation and empower everybody here. So if you've ever been afraid to cold call or afraid to pick up the phone or extrapolate your value, this is going to be an interactive session. You can come up here. We're going to do some improv. We're going to throw down something called the 60-second game that as we're telling Kyle's story, I'm going to say 60-second game, and we're going to jump into a live cold call example. We're going to go back and forth. We're going to have some fun. So flash your mics if you're with me, if that sounds like fun. I know David Hill likes cold calling. See if anybody else is there. Monica's around. I see Elizabeth. Awesome. All right. I see Stephen. We'll, we'll have some fun. So, Kyle, let's get to the nitty-gritty of this first and foremost. Why don't you tell people who you are and give us a bit of your background? Yeah, thank you so much for that uh, incredible introduction. I'm, I'm so grateful to even be on stage with all you lovely people. So thank you so much for the opportunity. Um, but like Justin said, my name's Kyle. I live in London, Ontario, Canada. I have been in real estate full-time since September of last year. So just hit my one-year mark as a full-time real estate agent. Um, I specialize in new construction um residential homes as well as traditional resale residential homes and i like justin said i love cold calling i love sales and i'm just happy to be here and, and chatting with you amazing people awesome spiro kick it off with a bang 60 second game so let's pretend that you are a facebook lead seller and you've interviewed five other veteran agents and you've got my number and we're looking to set up the appointment why don't you give me ears about why you get the appointment and sorry, I'm the agent in this respect, or I'm the seller? No, I'll be the agent. You be the lead. Okay. So I'm okay. I'll call you. Ring, ring. Hello. Hi. Is this Justin? It is. Hey, Justin. My name's Kyle. Uh, I hope you're doing well. Is this an okay time? Yeah, it's perfect. Awesome. Uh, I just saw your uh, an ad pop up on Facebook here for your company. Uh, and I'm looking to sell my house, and I wanted to know if you'd be interested in uh, having a conversation. I definitely would. That's what I specialize in. Whereabouts do you live, Kyle? Uh, I live in London. Okay, whereabouts in London? Oak Ridge. Oh, Oak Ridge is a great area. I'm actually parked just down the street at West 5. Actually, we just did a deal for a lawyer in that new building. Do you know it right across from West 5? Is that uh, Millar's Law? It is, yeah. The one and only Phil Millar. But let's talk about you. What kind of type of house do you have? I have a, uh, a side split bungalow um, with, uh, sorry, four level side split. Okay, awesome. What I'll do is I'll send you a link just for a simple form to fill out, and then we can set up an appointment. I'll come over to your house, take a look at it. We can chop it up. You know, no commitment. I'll give you the value, and you know, if we can be friends from there, great, and work together. If not, that's okay. I just want to provide value. Yeah, that sounds good. I mean, hey, just to cut to the chase, I've interviewed five other agents. You're my sixth phone call. I'm just curious as to what you're going to charge me from a, a commission perspective. Are you more concerned about how much commission you're going to pay or how much money you're going to put in your jeans at the end of the day? I think it's a little bit of both. Okay, that's fair. And I totally understand. I think here's the reality of it, Kyle. I'm not really a real estate agent. I kind of just play one on TV, right? And the reason I say that is you can't really look at me like a commodity. So I get you could probably do that with a lot of other agents and say, hey, you know, you guys are no different than chairs. 
the commission is just going to be the difference. The market's going to set the price. But the reality of it is when you're hiring me, you get me, you get my platform, you get my company, which is going to come in, do all the pricing strategy and marketing for you in terms of how we're going to sell it. But check this out. I also own a production company. So you're going to get prime media productions. That's going to come in, create the assets and then run the digital strategy against those assets to find the right buyer. And I'll show you case study after case study where we just sell for more money. So, you know, if Uncle Jimmy lists your house for 4%, uh, let's say your house is 600 grand, you know, and I come in and I list it for six, that's a $12,000 difference. But if I can make you a hundred more, would you hire me or would you hire Uncle Jimmy? Yeah, that's interesting. To, I'd like to learn more about that. Yeah, and I totally look like a, a salesman, right? I've been wearing a three-piece suit on a phone. So let's just meet in person and I'll show you actual data to support everything I'm telling you. That'd be great. Awesome sauce. Well, so the, re the reason that I had that conversation, I'll have you mute your mic, Kyle. There's a big storm in London right now, so I don't want any background noise. But the whole reason I wanted to do that case study first for everybody wasn't because I'm anything special, right? What I said to Storm early on was, uh, you know, I wake up every day and I just try and get 1% better. The conversation you just heard that I had with Kyle was a result of really understanding what the seller needs in that scenario versus what I'm telling him, right? I didn't really tell him the numbers of homes I sold, although I did give him proof of concept that I did do a recent deal with somebody fairly influential in his area, which gives a little bit of validity to who I am. But I also looked at a couple pain points that I could tell he was bringing up, right? Which was pricing issues, you know, agents are all kind of the same. I, I really just brought a lot of the conversation to the table that I know the consumer's having anyways, which is critical. Kyle, what are your thoughts on that conversation, good, bad, or otherwise? I think it was really good. The only thing that I would say is, you know, when you're when you're giving people like the value add is such a key point. The only thing is that you want to speak their language. So talking about Facebook ads and running assets against somebody, make sure that they're gonna you're communicating in a way that they're gonna understand you. Not everybody knows how to run Facebook ads and run them against them and do an A/B test and all this other jargon. So just make sure that you're you're talking in a way that they're going to understand you, but also as well as adding value and going for the close. Other than that, I think it was fantastic. I love it. And that's why I wanted to do this session with Kyle Ray, as I know he's okay to tell me some things that I could have done differently as well. Something I did poorly at the beginning was I didn't answer my phone and introduce myself. I think I took it for granted that I was sitting in a clubhouse room, but I didn't say Justin Conical, prime real estate brokerage, right? If I'm answering that Google voice number, it's for real estate. If I'm answering for my production company, it's in that frame of reference. How you do one thing is how you do everything. Now, Kyle, what are some myths around cold calling that you'd like to bust today? Uh, first and foremost, I apologize for the audio. As Justin said, I'm driving through a storm right now. So if it's really loud, I'm so sorry. Um, the first myth is, I, I, it's not really a myth, but it's more so a personal reflection that everybody has about cold calling. And it's the fact that they dequalify themselves out of making the phone call. It's a bad time. It's supper time. They're, they don't want to get a phone call from some realtor. They're probably not looking for a house. I'm going to call them next week. Don't make excuses for you, for that nervous feeling. Just dive in head first. I promise you it's a good time to make the phone call. They probably are looking for real estate. If they filled out one of your ads specifically, just make the phone call. I promise you it's a lot easier than you think. Now, let's flip that switch, right? Because we're talking to a wide variety of people that are in all walks of life. I'm going to go to you next, Monica, in a second. So flash your mic if you are there. 
And it's one of those things that I think this is through the lens of real estate, but I don't care if you're trying to link up with Dana White or you're looking to find somebody in the health and fitness space or, or make that connection. This applies across the board. And what Kyle said about people dequalifying themselves is the single biggest mistake I see people make in sales across the board. And speed to lead and the ability to make a 60-second friend is literally everything. I think Kyle's popping. So, Monica, why don't you go ahead and let us know what scenario you'd like to run through with us, and we can definitely do that. Okay. Um, real estate. How about I've just – oh, oh, my gosh. I've just come off of six months with another real estate agent. And I was so disillusioned and disappointed by their lack of what I perceive lack of effort. And I am just, I'm gun shy. Like I have this property, I really want to sell it, but I'm gun shy now because I'm, I'm soured on the process. How about that? I got it. And your story is one that is throughout the entire industry. So Kyle, why don't you give her a shout? You already have her phone number, give her a shout and then have that conversation with her. For sure. So ring, ring. This is Monica. Hey, Monica. My name's Kyle from Prime Real Estate. How are you today? I'm awesome, man. How are you? I am doing so well. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. Uh, sorry, the reason for my call is I actually saw uh, you sent in a Facebook ad request looking for more information about selling your home. I wanted to introduce myself and see if I could help answer any questions. Oh, well, um, yeah, that would be great. I I've just, as you may know, I've just... Uh, come off of a six month contract and I was just really disillusioned with my, my realtor. I just felt like she didn't put in any real effort. And honestly, I thought I could have marketed the property better than she did. And she didn't even, she didn't even want to have, you know, like an open house. She just, she just, she seemed really lazy to me. And so I'm a little hesitant. I'm, I'm not considering relisting until maybe next year now just to give myself a break. You know what? I, I totally understand where you're coming from. And let me just be the first to apologize for that terrible experience that you had. Not to say anything negatively about your pre your past agent, but it only takes one experience to kind of blanket cover the entire industry. So I apologize. And I really hope that I'm going to be able to make a difference in your interpretation of real estate. Now, let me ask you this. What was the whole reason you were looking to sell your home? Well, um, the market is, uh, is, is okay right now and i was thinking about maybe relocating to another state just because you know i'm experiencing some changes in my life and i i think maybe it's time for a big move for me that sounds very very exciting you're right the market is absolutely crazy right now and that's really exciting do you have a state in mind that you're looking to move to yeah i was thinking i'd go to texas you know because it's uh, it's it's conducive to business and and i, I sort of like the hot weather who doesn't? Who doesn't? Well, that's very exciting. Well, I have a quick question for you. I'm a little bit different in the way that I actually go about my real estate transactional process, and I actually spell out an entire calendar of events from when we're going to do a marketing launch, what that marketing launch is going to look like, when we're going to hold open houses, what we're going to do leading up to those open houses to generate as much attention as possible for your home. Does Is that something that would be of interest to you if I could ex explain that a little bit more in full face-to-face -face with you? I think so, yeah, and and that was part of what was happening with this last realtor. I would suggest some things, and she seemed to, she seemed to not really take what I said seriously, and and I think that she, she discounted that I might have some prior experience or knowledge or expertise, perhaps that would have been helpful. 
Absolutely. And I actually look at my dealings with my clients as a partnership rather than me, who's the expert who knows it all. I actually look to partner and go tandem with you so that we can work together and get the best result possible. I would love to set up a time with you maybe next week to sit down, go over a what we think about the property as well as that marketing strategy. Would you have some free time on Tuesday morning? Yes, absolutely. Let's do it. Done. I'll send you a calendar in right now. Thanks so much, Monica. Awesome. Thank you so much. So to balance that out for everybody else, right? I want you to notice a few key things that he did is he didn't didn't make excuses for the industry, right? He actually brought it right to the forefront. And I smiled, Monica, when you actually said, you know, what you said about the listing process because that is the story for so many people. And that's the one thing about what we try and do is just to make the industry better. Like it the status quo in sales is actually so low that if you come with any any piece of value and you literally pick up the phone and talk to people and show up on time more than often that's going to get you the relationship and then the opportunity to really earn the business the amount of people that show up late for appointments don't pick up the phone don't call people back tell people they're going to get them information they don't are probably more than the people that actually do most of the business right so what we're trying to do here is give you some tangible ways to walk people through that consumer journey. All right, Kyle, I want you to break that down as well. So methodically, as you were walking her down the journey towards booking the appointment, what were you, what were you doing there in that conversation? My whole goal was to A, identify what the pain was with her recent involvement with real estate, right? What was the pain points that you experienced and how can I add value to those to those pain points to make you want to work with me or at least have a conversation with me about next steps. If you don't identify the pain point, you're never going to associate the right value and you're never going to be able to close or at least move the needle to an appointment without understanding that in sequence. And, and that goes across the board, whether you're selling skateboards or whether you're selling uh, homes. If you don't understand the customer's pain, you can't associate the right value. Now, what are you doing, though, methodically to capture all that information? Because if you're having a bunch of calls and you're having conversations like this, you can't possibly remember everything, can you? Well, no, you can't. But it's it's all about active listening and using and using the tools that are at your disposal. Thankfully, my brokerage actually allows us to have a CRM that we use, and I am very heavy in my usage of it. That way, when I'm looking at past conversations I've had with clients, I can quickly refer find out the information that I need and maybe I don't need to call them or bother burden them or I can bring something back up from previous conversations. No, I love it. And a CRM is basically a relationship management tool, right? Your address book in your phone is not a CRM because you don't have real any methodical way of using it to manage your business. And there are free CRMs out there. We won't get into that today, but you can go to Google, type in free CRM. There's tons that patch in with Gmail and all that jazz. And I would definitely encourage everybody to make sure you have a database and you are effectively using it. But one thing I want to do before we get to Steven next, Kyle has asked you, you know, salesmen are perceived, real estate agents are perceived as just greasy salespeople, right? They're just making phone calls, telling you whatever you want to hear to make a buck. But I know you, I know you have integrity. I know you have energy and intelligence. And I know you're serving people like you're literally in your truck going to help a client move stuff into a storage unit because the garage at the one property wasn't prepared. You don't have to do that, but I know you. I'm only telling that story so people understand the type of guy they're dealing with. How do you do sales calls ethically? Because I think some people don't do them as ethically as you do. 
I believe in, in direct sales. So I, I don't think that there are tricks or scripts out there that you can convince people to buy something. I think that if they're interested, they will buy it. And if they aren't interested, it's not for them. And, and that's where the conversation should end. You, of course, can follow up with those people because maybe it's not right for them right now. But, you know, I always look at it as almost like a flow chart. This is what I'm selling. Are you interested? Yes or no? And then you go down those avenues. But they're, if they're a no, don't try and convince them because they're going to know that you're just trying to get them in for a sale and you're just trying to say whatever it takes to get the deal done. I am very much a no-nonsense type of salesperson because I don't like salespeople because of that exact. Yeah, and I think there's a way to, to get there effectively, right, and just become friends, get into ecosystems. And, you know, once value is something that is needed, the attraction will be there and the trust will be there. Steven, did you have a scenario you wanted to run through? All right, I'm going to scroll down one more time. Is there anybody else that wants to go through a live calling scenario? If you have a product to sell, flash your mics. Let me know if there's a discussion that you want to have with a consumer but that you don't actually want to have with the consumer. Feel free to flash your mics. If not, we can table another scenario and we will go out of industry completely. I'll actually flip the script, Kyle. So we're going to do a 60-second game. And you can be a, I know you know the health space and there's a lot of people that are into health and fitness here. So why don't you be a personal trainer looking to help me really get my weekly routine just dialed in, right? You know what my life's like as a salesman and I filled out a form online to do say a 65 day challenge for health and fitness, but you know, I'm pretty jaded with the health and fitness industry. So let's go through there and I'll give you about a five in terms of resistance. All right, deal. Ring, ring. Hello. Ring, ring. Hey, Justin. It's Kyle from 123 Fitness. How are you? Uh, how did you get my number? Yeah, I got your number. So you filled out this competition that we were blasting out to the entire community. You actually registered for it, but I haven't seen you at any of the classes. So I wanted to personally reach out, introduce myself, and see how I can help you with your goals. Oh, yeah. On Facebook. Yeah, I was up pretty late at night going down the YouTube wormhole. Kind of just filled that out on a whim. I'm, I'm okay. I mean, I'm working like a madman. I don't really have time to get into the gym as much as I want to. But uh, how is your program going? Yeah, no, I, it, I totally get it. I do the same thing. I click on things in Facebook and then I get calls all day long. Um, the program is going really, really well. We've got a lot of people actually just crushing it right now. But I'm more specifically, you know, wondering about you. How's everything going on your end from the goals that you outlined in your registration form? How you matching up? How's things going? I'm kind of just doing the same thing day in and day out. I'm okay. Like I, I'm maintaining, but I'm not kind of getting to where I want to get with my diet. Yeah. What's the end goal for your diet? What do you want to accomplish? I just stop eating a large pepperoni pizza every time I get home at night. Yeah, hundred percent. Have you, uh, have you thought about meal planning or anything like that? I work with a couple of companies actually that I could refer you out to that they deliver meal plan prep food for you. That's totally affordable. Yeah, I don't even think it's that. Like, I got my meals throughout the day. I talked to this awesome girl named Monica the other day. She told me maybe just eat a little bit later at night. So I'm doing that, but it's kind of working. It's kind of not. Yeah. What if you if you could pick one thing out of everything that's not working? What's got you most concerned about the diet? What's the one thing that you can't seem to shake? It's literally just the nighttime eating. Just the nighttime eating. Okay. I have a bunch of clients who are actually going through the exact same thing, and that's the whole reason we actually did this 60-day challenge was to bring like-minded individuals who are going through the same struggles so that they can work together and have a community within a community in our space 
I think that you honestly fit the exact bill of what we're looking for. I would love to just even just show you the facility, no commitment, just show you the facility, introduce you to some of the people who also had nighttime eating problems and just see if you guys hit it off. If not, we stay friends. If so, maybe we help you out. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Just let me know when I can pop by. Yeah. Come by. How about tomorrow at uh, lunchtime? Noon. Perfect. I'll see you then. Done. See you there. Awesome. Whew, haven't been in the fitness space in a while. Yeah, no, it's all good. I, I really wanted to kind of go outside of our box, right? Because we're not just speaking to real estate agents, but what he did there was exactly what we were talking about in the beginning. He gave me something that I wasn't really able to find on my own, which is a community. I didn't know where he was going to take that conversation. You know, it's something that I, I've been doing on my own for a while and I didn't find a level of success, but he just organically walked me through that conversation, found out my pain points just by being direct and not beating around the bush. Kyle, in your conversations with people, where do you think salespeople go wrong or just people in general go wrong and maybe over explaining, over talking and just not getting to the point? You, you kind of answered your own question there with over talking. As salespeople, our number one goal is to just shut up and listen, because if we don't, we're not going to be able to identify what they really want as a value add, because they're trying to tell us that through their pains. And that's why I'm glad you actually gave me some good resistance in that last role play because it took me a while to ask you multiple questions to finally understand a little bit more about maybe what you would like. And then I was able to properly pitch. You probably noticed at the start, I didn't really know what to pitch. So I started shotgun pitching. And that's where a lot of salespeople go wrong is they don't take enough time to ask multiple questions, ask hard questions, and then properly add value and sell the actual value and solution that the customer is looking for. So asking, listening, asking a lot of questions and asking the hard qualifying questions will make your job a thousand times easier. Now I got a question for you though. If you keep getting the same questions or you're talking about items of value, do you keep these on a document somewhere or is it just because you do it so often that it just comes out organically? Um, Sorry, do you mean like what kind of questions I ask or where do I keep them? Well, I guess the items of value as well as the objections. Like, do you keep that in an actual physical document in front of you while you're making the calls? Gotcha. Gotcha. So that's a good question. So I'm going to two-part it a little bit. So the objection port portion, I actually do keep on a separate document. And that's specifically for me to practice every single day. You're pro in whatever industry you have, you probably have five to ten most common objections. And I highly recommend that you write them down on a piece of paper or keep them on your computer and practice your rebuttal to those objections every single morning before you start your day. That way you're audible ready because you know it's inevitable that someone will give you that objection today. You might as well practice in front of the mirror rather than in front of the customer. Uh, so I definitely keep those on a document. And then in terms of the value adds, I think that you can probably write down a couple value adds to each objection. But those aren't a one size fits all. Everyone's going to have different pain points. Everyone's going to have different experiences and you're going to have to add value sort of as you go. Um, but there are common themes. So, you know, as you go along your cold calling journey and your sales journey and whatever industry it is, you'll notice these themes. And I would highly recommend that you keep them on some sort of document so that you have them for practice and role playing. Yeah. And I would challenge most people to do three different things, right? I know Storm's probably going to agree with this as well. One, is have a clear vision of the value that you want to offer, right? Even if it is a moonshot and something that you're growing towards, I think having a clear definition of 
your goals and visions. I know Glenn is working on some crazy things as well too. Making sure that's front and center means you're going to wake up every day. You're going to be learning something towards building those skill sets. The next things you have to do, just like if you're working out and your learning is your food, you actually have to put it into practice, right? So you have to try the things that you are learning. It's the only way to get better at them. Hence why we did this segment. Sitting down, playing the 60-second game is something we do all the time. And we do it with the probably most difficult conversations you can imagine in our industry. But we have fun with it. And we don't act too precious about it. And we don't let our egos get involved in it. We're just developing a skill set. Just like you're putting up reps at the gym and building your bench press. Understand that marketing and sales are the exact same thing. Whether it's content creation for marketing or sales training i hope you guys got some value from this it was a fun segment for me i definitely got a lot of value from the entire group today thank you for joining us on breakfast with champions if you want to catch the live version you can follow us on clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m to 11 a.m eastern time monday through friday saturday 6 to noon and sundays with our 111 sunday service make sure you're keeping up with breakfast with champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.